Thank you for joining Trail Runner Nation. I'm Scott War. And I'm Don Freeman. We're here today to talk about a movie. A movie, Scott. We're in the movie review business here. Why are we doing movie reviews, Don? Well, with this exception, the only movie review we'll get to do, it's a trail running movie. So oh, okay. we, 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 thought, we thought it had relevance and we wanted to talk about it. This movie is starring the trail, Western States. It has Jeff Rose, a runner. It has Anton Kropichka also a world-class runner. It has Killian Journey from Spain, another world-class runner. It also has Hal Corner, a, an, another world-class runner. Why wouldn't you make a movie about this? Well, I think that most people listening um, to this podcast probably have heard about the 2010 running of the Ultra State, of, of Western States. And so they know the ending. They know that this was probably one of the most exciting Western States runs of 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 all time, at least to date, right? Well, you know, this movie, uh, directed by J.B. Benna, it's called Unbreakable, and he had a world premiere opening uh, just just yesterday, uh, December, give me the date? Second. December 2nd, it was in San Francisco at the Sports Basement, and it was just an incredible showing. It was a we wonderful were, venue. We were very lucky to be able to, uh, to go and attend that. You know, the, the race had three things, and I, I'd like to go over those if I could. It was a record-setting year. It had a comeback finish, and it had an interesting set of characters. So J.B. Bennett chose the perfect year for his race. Today we're being joined by Sonny Blende, which was, is, is another uh, really neat thing for us today. Uh, Sonny was also at the, the premiere. We, uh, we bumped into her there, and uh, we decided to have her on to help us do this movie review. Uh, Sunny Blende, if you don't know who she is, if you just uh, fell off the turnip truck, is a, uh, a sports nutritionist and an, an accomplished ultra runner herself. She has run over 25 ultras in her career. She has an MS in sports nutrition from the University of New, Hampshire, uh, New Haven in Connecticut. Um, she's published in many of our trail running, ultra running uh, magazines, uh, including Running Times, Ultra Running Magazine, Runner's World. She is our favorite sports nutritionist. Uh, welcome on uh, the show, Sunny. Hey, thanks a lot. I'm, I was excited to see the movie last night. I've actually been involved with the Western States. The first time I ever paced my girlfriend was 1981. I think that was year five. And believe me, a lot's changed, but this was really an epic race. It, it sure was. You know, uh, talk a little bit about this, this, uh, the venue that was there, because uh, we'll, we'll start there before we get into the movie. Oh, wow. Well, Sports Basement happens to be right in the Presidio, right next right. to the Golden Gate Bridge, right next to the bay. It is a beautiful facility to buy any kind of thing. Of course, I love it because it has every possible sports nutrition product around. But also, they are great. They're a casual atmosphere, perfect for ultra runners. You saw all the chairs just set up. They just pushed all the merchandise off to the side, you know, put up a huge screen, and ultra runners were super comfortable right there. Yeah, that's right. You know, it, it, uh, another funny part of that was is Don's wife took his wallet 
because she was afraid <laughs> if, if he had money uh, while he was wandering around that he uh, would have put them into bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, I have a line item for sports basement on my monthly budget. <laughs> yeah. You know, going around there, you know, speaking of nutrition, the goo that they had there, the number of it, – it looked like a warehouse for goo. Yeah. It was just the oh. – it is. It's a place where you can go and you can buy an individual packet of something so you can find out whether you like that flavor before you own the entire tub. <laughs> I was going to say, this is that's this is probably like a, a Sunny Blende candy store, isn't it? You got it. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's there's a movie that came out before um, before the movie we're reviewing, and it was uh, came out in 2001, and it was a documentary about Western states, about the about the trail run, and it covered the front runner Scott Jurek at the time, who had won uh, two races and coming back for his third. It covered the people in the middle of the pack, and it it covered someone in the very back racing to try to get the cutoffs. Some that made it, and some that did not. And for me, that was the benchmark movie for Western states. And it may have been the, the movie that really got me motivated about uh, competing in, in ultra marathons just because of all the excitement that I saw around it. You know, I remember the first time I saw it, if, and many of you may, may uh, have had the same experience, uh, as it followed that uh, runner at the back of the pack trying to catch those cutoffs uh, before uh, the 30-hour time limit was up. And uh, I got a little teary-eyed there at the end. Um, it was it was actually a very very emotional uh, movie for me. You start really really pushing for the ultra runners. I think uh, Western States is a very special place. It's just as much uh, for the participants, the crew, the spectators, the family. Uh, it has so much history behind it. As Gordy showed us in the movie last night, um, he was the actually father of ultra running. The the guy who started it all because in the 100-mile horse race, his horse came, uh, came up lame, and so he decided to do it on foot. And it was very interesting, I thought, in the movie last night where um, it would go bef- uh, between these four incredible runners on this incredible pace and back to Gordy talking about how it was in the old days or how, you know, what he had to drink or what he didn't have to drink. Um, and then this last year, too, it was really, uh, I don't know how many years this has been for him, but... It was tough. It was tough for him. Yeah, you know, the thing that I really, really loved about this movie, and we'll talk about a little bit more later in the in the in the podcast too, is it, it, like the two thousand one movie. It's a very, very motivational movie. Um, you see these these runners who are putting everything they have into it and going through the ups and downs of an ultra. And, uh, and, and then you find yourself rooting, not necessarily for one runner over the other, but for all of the runners. And I, I, it was very emotional. That's uh, the ultra running world, I think. Um, it's not so much I want to win and they're going, going to lose, but it's really a camaraderie relationship. I don't know if you noticed, um, but after Jeff won, like he was you know, jumping up and hugging Tony as soon as he came in and vice versa, even though Jeff had, had passed him. And, you know, it was pretty exciting, especially the way the movie said um, coming into an aid station, it would be four minutes behind or 12 minutes behind. Yes. And if you're a runner, you're starting to know what mile is this? You're starting to calculate. Do you know the hills coming up? Can he do it? Is he a good downhill runner? Is he a good uphill runner? What would I do? Would I skip, you know, eating as much as I should to get out of the aid station really fast? I don't know. I was thrilled. You know, I, I, I found myself, <laughs> just like you said, I found myself as they're, as they're positioning this with he's four minutes behind and you see 
uh, Jeff coming into an aid station near the end of the race, and you know he's catching up, and you're going, don't stop. You don't need any more water. Just go. Just go. <laughs> Let your pacer take that water. You, you get on the run. You know, I, 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 I found myself almost wanting to, to scream loud. Exactly. You know, that, that was an incredible finish. We all knew the, the results and, and who had won the race, but as you're watching it, you're still involved and wrapped up, and how is he going to pull this off? Knowing how far behind he was, I didn't realize he was, well, you know, I guess throughout the day we knew he was behind because we, we were watching the numbers. But as you're looking at how strong Anton was, it wasn't that Anton broke down. He was still, he oh, looked he, strong. At, yeah, he from, didn't slow down. He set no, the Jeff set. just came back. How did he? And then how? Jillian, you know, here's this total unknown kid, you know, that just wins everything and has a heart and a mental ability that's great, but he's never been on the course. And of course, as a nutritionist, I'm looking at him there. Where's your water bottles? Where's right. where's your food? Where's your electrolytes? You know, and he's been able to do that before. But you know, he really ended up paying the price there. Of course, he sure learned the, uh, before 2011. Right, <laughs> it, it, it yeah. worked for him in 2011, didn't it? He changed some things. It did. You know, he speak, came back. <laughs> speaking of Killian, one of the one of the, the the scenes at the beginning of the movie that I thought was just priceless. Well, is well, first of all, all of the runners, all four of those uh, those top runners, um, have a deep respect for each other, and they talk about that in the movie. But at the very beginning of the movie, as they're they're running up uh, to Escarpment, which is the the top of Squaw Valley, the peak up there, um, Killian, I guess you know, he just took off like a bullet, and everybody was just wide eyed, saying, "Where is this guy coming from?" And uh, Killian gets to the top, and he kind of turns around and stops. Turns and goes, around. Where, where, yeah, you where, saw where, that too. Where is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's saying, come on, guys, let's race. I, I just thought that was hilarious, and there was a, kind of an audible chuckle through the crowd. Exactly. It was a very knowing crowd. I think uh, certainly not everyone had run 100 in that crowd, but I think they'd been around ultra runners, and it really appealed to that. But I, I think the movie has broad, appealing nature. When someone says, how are you crazy? You're going to go and run a hundred miles. You might say, you know, come, come watch this. You might understand it a little bit more. I don't think, um, I don't think people that aren't into the ultra running community understand the camaraderie and the love of the mountains, the love of nature, how beautiful it is, the trails and the rocks. And I mean, I would kill to make one of the jumps that those four guys made in the snow just once in my life. It looked like so much fun. You know, we had, we had uh, the opportunity, just depends how you filed in, that we were able to sit uh, behind these, uh, these stars of the show that were sitting on their couch. And, and you could see their heads turn towards one another and elbow one another, and they just had the greatest time. They looked like a bunch of young kids watching homemade video of themselves and watching this race unfold and, and making comments to one another about, and who knows what they were saying? It would be very cool to, hey, I thought you were done at this point, or man, I was, I was strong here. You know, who knows what they were saying? But you could tell that mutual respect that you were talking about. They have it, and that's uh, that's that's neat to watch. It's nice to know what happens thought, in the front um, too. I thought the movie did a really nice job of uh, letting us see their personalities, let us, letting us see their thoughts, where they lived. You know, fixing some of their meals. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, these people are not living in big fancy houses, you know, driving big right. fancy cars, if they even have a car, I saw mostly bicycling. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we got to see their girlfriends, their fiancés, their parents, their friends, 
you know, and hear thoughts about them. So for me, since I am never going to see those people running on the trail, (laughs) they're going to be way out in front of me. I was really happy to see the movie as a whole. It wasn't only the race, but by the time we had the background for everyone, then we actually knew the characters more. And it was hard to want any one of the four to win. You wanted them all to win. That's right. You know, one of the other uh, unique differences um, of, of this film and any of the other films that I've seen on, on uh, ultra running is the fact that, that J.B. Benna is an ultra runner himself, quite accomplished ultra runner himself, and he was in good shape, and he actually ran with the camera and caught a lot of the footage in between the aid stations. So he's following these these elite runners. Now you got to realize these are the four fastest ultra runners at the time and he's keeping up with them carrying a camera. He was taking risks. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that was incredible footage watching those guys go back and forth on the switchback up or down and knowing that he was following them that that close. I mean they often pulled ahead but not right away. Couldn't believe he could keep up with them. And that's one of the things I was watching. You're right. It wasn't on the flat portion of of, of, uh, of the course. It was. No. They were the switchbacks. And, <laughs> oh, and yeah. And, and part of the suspense was when is he going to go down? I mean, I'm watching to see <laughs> yeah. how long can he hang with this, and what does it look like through his lens as he's he's running this thing. Well, a couple scenes that just pop into my mind uh, that that really show you what he was doing with a camera, and it's it's tough to put yourself in that perspective and re- and, and think. He was he was there running with these guys. So there's a at the very beginning where uh, they they're coming down off of escarpment and they're running in the snow. There's a couple uh, falls that Hal takes, and he's there right behind him and 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 you know gets those two pretty gnarly falls. And then the other one that I thought was just super exciting is uh, they're they're running down. I think it was the first canyon, and uh, and um, it was Tony and. Um, Jeff were in front and and Killian was behind and they're talking about why Killian isn't just taking off and then all of a sudden oh yeah <laughs> JB catches the footage of where JB or where Killian just takes off up the side of the hill and just it takes goes off around goes them, around just walks them. up the mountain and runs sideways <laughs> around yeah. them and then he's gone so fast but JB still was able to keep him on the camera so you could see him pulling away for quite a while. It was amazing how fast he went, how much he pulled away, and how much they got that on film. That's right. And, you know, another part of that is that uh, um, how involved the crowd was with, with the whole movie. You know, when Killian did that, you could hear people clapping and just really <laughs> getting into it. And uh, and then there at the end, too, I... I I'll tell you that was another very motivating thing at the end of the the movie where you see um, Jeff come into the stadium and everybody just starts clapping in the audience and then you see him cross the finish line and then you see um, uh, Anton come in and and everybody claps and it was just really really emotional. It was great, you're right. Everyone clapped just as much the first, it. second, third, and fourth. <laughs> Great, great race. You know, uh, um, amazing that I imagine every Western states has similar drama, right? We, we know we know that this one had a, a great comeback in the end. But in that race towards the end, there is a there is a lot of emotion that goes on 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 for all front runners and all mid packers. 
for that matter, and all at the very end. So that race has more more drama and emotion in it than, than really can be caught on film because it's it wasn't just for four guys. It's more like 350 people that they get to experience that. Right, and some some of their comments during the race, I mean, you know, when you are running that hard for your, uh, you know, love of running, but also trying to win the race, and you have a few comments to the camera, I was surprised at how much you could really see inside the souls of these runners. You know, I usually don't get that kind of emotion out of running films or something like this, but they were really sharing. You know, they were, geez, you know, it just might not be my day. I'm just not, maybe can't come back, you know. Never exactly giving up, but they were uh, speaking out loud almost as what you and I would think, and we don't always want everyone to hear those words. And we wonder if maybe some of the guys up front feel what we, we feel back behind, and, and so now we're yeah. reassured that, that, in fact, they go through some of the same emotions that we have. It's just not, not for as long. <laughs> Not for as long. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, what, another thing I noticed uh, in, in the movie is, uh, is JB did not create artificial controversy. He didn't go in and try to do a reality TV bit where he, he tries to throw something. Remember the old Pumping Iron movie, if anybody remembers that, where uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger went and hid one, a shirt from Mike Katz. He was one of the competitive bodybuilders to try to get inside of the head. And, and it, it seemed kind of contrived. And maybe it was, you know, trying, maybe Arnold did that kind of stuff all the time. But, you know, I take the man's shirt and he'll just go crazy. We all have an Arnold impression, <laughs> right? And so, um, he, but JB didn't do any, any of that. I don't think he needed to, but he didn't. I just appreciate the, the, uh, the, the way that he, he filmed the event. It's, it was nice. It was uh, objective as much as you could be in something that had so much drama within itself. But I don't think he um, filmed it from one angle or another. He let us be right there. You know, how, how, you know. Thinking about the impact of this film, what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, creating new ultra runners. I know that that Race for the Soul was an influence for me. That was in two thousand one. That's about when I you know was into the marathon and then moved over to the trail. I, I think that that movie was very influ influential. Do you think this will have a similar impact for people? Sonny, I do. What do you think? I um I think that people will realize that. These superstars are, are also very real people, and I love the way they showed a lot of their home life or their jobs or whatever. These guys run because they love to run, not because they're high-paid athletes. And I think that kind of said, gee, anybody can come and do this. You know, you might fall in love with the mountains just as much. And also, I think uh, you saw a lot of their training runs, et cetera, and some of their training buddies that were you know, decades older than they were, and they're still running with them. They're enjoying life. You know, it's not all about just the elite at all. And I think it, it kind of showed that, geez, anybody can put one foot in front of the other out on the trail, find a bunch of friends, and really enjoy the whole thing. Well, and as, as we all know, you know, trail running is not a job. And even for these elite athletes, they're not running for a paycheck. They're running <laughs> because this is, a li <laughs> this is a lifestyle. They've chosen to be in nature and, and enjoy the trail. As you said, Sonny, uh, the, uh, one of the scenes showed uh, Jeff Rose up there in, in Juneau, Alaska, running with, uh, with some of his trail, trail running friends that were literally you know, decades older than he, than he. And he said, these are, these are some of my greatest runs out here with these guys. And, and so it just, uh, it's just inspiring to see the, even the fastest, the most elite uh, 
find joy in, in, in the trail. And, and you don't have to go fast and hard every time to get benefit and, and to share, share the love of the, of the sport. Right, and I think uh, I I was also interested in hearing Gillian's parents talk about how they wanted their children to grow up in the mountains and be able to solve a solution, you know, be able to live in that or get, you know, travel from one place to another to be very self-sufficient. It was kind of, you know, instead of taking your children from from um, sport to sport that has all the uh, rules around it and plenty of people watching. It's almost like they just left their kids out in the middle of the <laughs> wild and said, here, run to the next place. <laughs> right. And, and one thing I didn't realize about, and, and this is my own just being you know, naive about it, I didn't know Killian was, was involved in skiing events and, and other record-setting you know, um ah journeys that that he that he's done I, I had thought more of him as as the ultra trail runner competitor but not at all he's he he's a, a multi-faceted athlete i you know i i i'm a skier and to see some of the ski footage they didn't have a whole lot but you can realize he is an elite skier in his own right yeah i think that um you know if other athletes doing other sports uh see that movie they might pick up and try ultra running i think that might be interesting to see some some really top quality athletes come in from someplace else if they're coming in for the money they're in trouble but otherwise oh, right you know, <laughs> yeah if they're coming in for it for the right reasons they'll have no problem and and so many people coming into the sport one of the things that i i took away from the movie is the culture the culture that jb benna picked up on and 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 sh- and and showed us i, I think it's so important that we preserve that somehow. The ultra running community is, is such a, a, a cool group of people and, and folks that are willing to help one another. And it, they're different than the, the more shorter competitive road race group that are their aid driven personality and will cut you off if they can. And this is coming from a trail runner. You guys, 5K guys, can, you can uh, contact me if you want. But I just see ultra people as uh, just laid back. They're they're competitive on race day, and they'll get out there and run hard and, and try to win. But uh, I like the culture, the ultra running culture, and I think JB has helped preserve that and and kind of set the rules for it as with the film. Well, and I think it's uh, you know, all of us have been asked why do you do this, and I think that this is an opportunity for you to somehow explain that to your family, to your friends, your acquaintances that uh, are asking you that question. Um, uh, we found out that that JB will have this movie out on DVD um, early in the next couple weeks, and you can buy it just in time for Christmas. It'll be a good, great Christmas uh, stocking stuffer. And I, th- I think it should be a requisite for all ultra runners to give their parents. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're absolutely and, and right. And their spouse, right? Yeah. And a spouse. <laughs> and I, I, I th- yes, and the spouse, especially <laughs> the spouse, right? <laughs> so if you are interested in getting the movie, um, I think you can get it at uh, Journeyfilm dot com uh or you I, I'm, I'm sure there's a link on the western states uh 100 website that you could uh, link to it and we'll we'll find that link and we'll also uh, link it up with this podcast interview and you know in uh talking about the culture i enjoyed the very end of the film where jb someone had to win this race so jeff won the race but then JB went on to tell about each runner and what they did next, you know, how they set a record somewhere else, how somebody else did something else. I wouldn't exactly call it a Disney movie, but, you know, but it was nice that he still made everyone a hero in it. You know, he went ahead and um, went in the future and said what they did after that. You know, and, and, and how, 
you know, he was the, um, I can't remember what, what position he came in. Was he fourth or sixth? In this race, he, yes. he, he dropped at 80. And, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's he, right. He, I mean, two-time winner of Western State. So, I mean, absolutely one of the top favorites. And and like any of us in any run, things can, can go the other direction. And Well, my point is, is, is that same year, he went and set uh, a new record to, at the Javelina 100, won that race right. and set a new record. Just, you know, not that much l- later in the year. Yeah, yeah, these guys are incredible, and they're all, you know, just helping each other. I think that's one of kind of the perfect storm moment when all these four runners got together, and I think they've actually pushed the sport to new levels because they're finishing in times that, you know, back in the 80s, I I would never have imagined these times. I mean, it's true, we didn't have all the sports nutrition products and the better shoes, and we were running in T-shirts, cotton T-shirts, things like that. <laughs> But that didn't make that much difference. I think it's the athletes that push that are pushing the sport. You're right. I'm glad you led with nutrition, though, Sonny. I'm, I know she said equipment, but you, you led with nutrition, and I, that's what I'd expect out of you to say. <laughs> you know, what was... I was so happy at the end. You know, when they end the question and answer period, when you know they ask, "Well, how many calories do you have an hour?" And all of them said between two and three hundred. They were right on the yeah. money. They were right on the money. I could, I, I think I heard you yeah. clapping in the background. Yes, there, I was there. Those are the numbers that you quote. The 300, 300 calories yeah, is what you need. Two hundred and forty to three hundred and twenty, and they were all right in there. And you know, Jeff said I try and get more when I can, and it's when he slows down a little bit, and then he says, "But I can't keep that up," you know. And I thought, wow, you know, these guys are. Like they all came to my lecture. I think they probably wrote the book, but <laughs> but it was very nice to hear it. Well, Sonny, thanks for joining us and, and to kind of talk about the movie. And, and uh, I say absolutely, get the DVD. There's It's going to be playing in, in, I think, JB said, 24 different locations throughout the country. If you can find out where it is and get in a room with a bunch of ultra runners and crazy folks, because what was cool at the end of each person coming through the finish line, there was applause. Yep. They were, you know, our group, that was there, 350 plus people in this, in some standing room only back there in the back. Everybody was clapping as people right. finished. And that was, it was a group of your people, of your peers, you know, so it was fun. It was. Well, thank you very much, uh, Sonny, for joining us. Um, I'm sure we will have you on in the very near future to talk. Uh, if she'll oh. come, I'd like, <laughs> well, we better ask her, Scott. <laughs> I'll be back. All right. I, I think we have some stories on her that uh, we could blackmail her to get her back on. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining, Sonny. Thank you for listening to, to Trail Runner Nation. Join, learn, share, and run. Thanks, Sonny. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Stay for-